hello there. Happy Saturday. Um, it's the 13th of March. Hey, if you're not doing anything at 1 o'clock this afternoon, uh, come on over to the church. We're going to be doing some spring cleaning. The weather's been nice, and uh, we have the installation tomorrow um, of yours truly. It's going to be a great celebration and a fun day, and so we just wanted to do a little sprucing up, shall we say. So I encourage you to, to come on out on, um, on or this afternoon at 1 p.m. Hang out. Let's uh, let's clean together. Ooh, doesn't that sound fun? Uh, reminds me, anyway. <laughs> Galatians chapter two, verses eleven through fifteen. But when Cephas came to Antioch, and Cephas is Peter, okay, the apostle Peter, I opposed him to his face because he stood condemned. For before certain men came from James, he was eating with the Gentiles. But when they came, he drew back and separated himself, fearing the circumcision party. And the rest of the Jews acted hypocritically along with him, so that even Barnabas was led astray by their hypocrisy. But when I saw that their conduct was not in step with the truth of the gospel, I said to Cephas before them all, If you, though a Jew, live like a Gentile and not like a Jew, how can you force the Gentiles to live like Jews? You know, you got to appreciate the dynamics. And I, I think sometimes that the beginning of the church, we need to understand, was kind of like the Wild West. It was uncharted territory. And so here's this new uh, revelation from, from the God through Jesus Christ that went through the Jews first. And now the Jews are realizing that this is for the Gentiles. And so... Um, uh, you know, Peter even worked with the Gentiles. He got in the book of Acts, you know, said, hey, go see this Gentile. And, and that whole family got saved. So Peter reported often that God is working through and, and with the Gentiles. And so we see this interesting, um, uh, well, what do we say, uh, interaction here between Paul and Peter. And, and it's interesting because Paul is, is not, he does not mince words. And maybe he says some things that are a little harsh because he says, uh, you, you know, because he stood condemned. And, and what's interesting, he's not saying that he's condemned to hell because we know in Romans 8, 1, he says, therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But what he's saying is your actions are condemnable. These are not the actions of a true believer. You should, you are treating people with partiality. And so because you're now your Jewish friends, even though they're believers, are coming into town, you're secluding yourself to them and not including the Gentiles. You're going back to the way it used to be. And, and, he, and publicly, he rebuked Peter for that. And I think sometimes it's just our tendency to just seclude ourselves. Um, I just want comfort with the people that I know, with my familiarity. I get that. I get that. But at the same time, that doesn't help promote the gospel at times. We gather together and then we go out, right? We go out and we gather more. And so that's what we talked about last Sunday, right? That Jesus says, "Who, if you're not with me, you're against me. And if you're not gathering with me, you're scattering. And so we want to be gatherers. And so we need to, you know, just really strive for unity. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't tell somebody they're condemned, but at the same time, we need to guard our hearts and we need to look at our actions and help one another go, you know what? God, the gospel is for everyone, even the people that I think aren't my people that are weird, right? So, <laughs> and no one as weird as me, so there you go. May, uh, <laughs> may God richly bless your day. Enjoy Jesus. I hope to see you tomorrow. It's a big day for the church. Go and share life.